Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Well, I'll tell you, Andy Walker, Craig Moore, Paul Cooney here. The two guys are buzzing. Transfer deadline day. Five hours to go, 55 minutes in England, an extra hour here in Scotland. Andy, last night you took in a lot of football. What about your old club, Celtic, through in the Premier Sports Cup uh, and played well? You're happy? Nine changes at the start at Dingwall. Yeah, nine changes. I think that highlighted the strength of the, the squad that they have there. Still a really high, energetic level of performance. And uh, Jakobiti, the only guy who can score against Celtic this season so far. The draw itself then, Motherwell, your old team up against Celtic, that should be... Is that the pick of the ties for you? Yeah, I think so. Motherwell, I've been so impressed with the way Stevie Hamill's gone in there and turned the club around after a, a really poor start to the season. But there's a there's a freshness about Motherwell now. There's an excitement. There's a level of enthusiasm that all the supporters getting behind uh, Stevie Hamill and... That'll be a really good time, otherwise Celtic in the next round. We'll talk more about that shortly. There's so much on tonight, isn't there? And Andy, of course, at Celtic, eight signings so far in the transfer window. And today, there's a medical going on for Oliver Albegard. Abigail. Yeah, I think we'll do this one again. Abelgard. Oliver Abelgard set for a signing. Ruben Kazan, Andy, what do we know of him? A midfield player. Defensive midfield player and, uh, you know, at Celtic, I think I've got options in absolutely every mm. position and I think that is is really key when you've got so many big games coming up. Obviously, the Rangers game on Saturday, then you, uh, you're into the Champions League. It's I think it's six games in about eight weeks. It's a shortened version of the, the group stages, not so much of a recovery, six games in eight weeks. And... Um, yeah, I think Celtic now have got their focus on uh, trying to get five points in front uh, on Saturday against Rangers. Craig, countdown is yes. on. What about Rangers? What's happening today? All the talk is about Glenn Kamara possibly yeah. going out off to France. Yeah, well, that's the hot gossip, I guess, in terms of anything potentially happening at Rangers. It's been so far. I mean, we know we've got nearly six hours left. Uh, it's, it's been very, very quiet. We know the activity that's come into mm. Rangers. But you're right, uh, Kamara potentially in negotiations with Nice, uh, which uh, also Ramsey, I believe, is is at Nice and yeah. Schmeichel um, are there. They're in Partizan's Belgrade group in the in the Europa Conference. He would be a loss, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so potentially um, in the remaining hours, there's, there could be some activity, there could be uh, some movement for Rangers. I'm sure they would have somebody that would I, come I'm, in. I'm amazed they haven't brought anyone in. I mean, if Kamara goes and you don't bring anyone in, mm. I, I just think that would be an extraordinary transfer window. I know that they brought Suter in in January. He's still really to, to play. Uh, they've got uh, Davison. Uh, they've got Hollander, who's maybe injured. But those three are all in the same position. Mm. And I'm sure Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would be looking for certainly another striker. 
I don't know where Morelos, uh, his head mm-hmm. uh, is at the moment. Um, and maybe another midfield player. And I'm just surprised at the way they're handling the situation with uh, Ryan Kent and Morelos. Ryan Kent, I know he can still choose to 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 sign for Rangers again to yeah. extend his contract, but he's also got the option of uh, walking away in a number of months. For, Very quickly, for you're absolutely right. nothing. Yeah, January one. Uh, these players look. There is a real concern, Paul, uh, in terms of uh, the business or lack of in regards to Morelos and Kent. Um, you know, I'm a strong believer that. Players with with value uh, and such value like these two players, business should have been done a long, long time ago. You can't afford uh, players to, to to run their contracts down and to not receive a single dollar pound. Sure, Sky Sports have said in the last half hour they don't expect any business at all at Rangers. S- speaking before the program, mm-hmm. we expected something a big one tonight. There's the forty million coming in. Yes, um, you would imagine, especially in the striking position. Uh, definitely an attacking, yeah. definitely an attacking option. I mean, and the one that that may generate, we'll see how how the evening goes. Barkley, Ross Barkley, yeah. whether mm-hmm. that will generate or, or, or gather some kind of momentum. But there's no rush for that, is there? Because he's a free there agent. There is, there yeah. is no rush. Mm-hmm. And and at eighty or a hundred thousand pound a week, what he was on, there's there's certainly no rush, and and wouldn't be possible for it's for Rangers to. I, I think Julak's been great. I think yeah. Lawrence uh, has been good, and he'll probably get even better. I think Tillman has got a lot of potential as well, but I just think you need you need a a deeper squad for for the challenges that that lay ahead at home and abroad. The lines are lighting up. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Asking me to pronounce Oliver Abelgard again, which I've done. Brilliant. But Derek's on a Rangers fan. Hi, Derek. Good evening. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Val. How are you? I'm a bit concerned about the lack of activity with Rangers. I still think that a central midfielder shot mm. and a number 10, uh, a, a centre-half and a striker. Because if Cholak gets injured, can you trust and rely on Fred Morelos, mm-hmm. who's now running down his contract? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Derek, I, I couldn't agree with you more, mate. I think when you look down the spine of the team, that, that needs to be an area of strength. It's basically an area that you've highlighted there that we could continue to, to strengthen to give us that depth. Uh, which is is certainly something that will be required this season with the amount of games, uh, the type of games that, that Rangers are involved in. Um, a forward attacking option, spot on, because Morelos is nowhere near where he needs to be if anything were to happen to, to Cholak. If Rangers were to lose Kamara, you definitely want to beef him up there. And unfortunately, with the central defenders that have come in, whether they're not playing or they're injured, uh, we seem to be quite light there as well. So, mate, you make a very, very good point. Andy, no Ben Davies now for a couple of weeks. He's only played, what, just over 90 minutes. John Suter, we know there's a personal tragedy uh, in the family. Uh, It's a real worry for Rangers in many positions, especially at the back. Well, I I remember being on here um, last week with Kenny Miller and uh, when Rangers had got... We were listening to the Champions League draw Mm. draw, and we were both convinced Rangers would go out and do some business. They had money guaranteed coming in. So many challenges that lay ahead. I think Celtic have got their business done really early. They obviously knew they were part of the Champions League group stages. And um, I'm just really surprised at this late stage. And I'll stand to be corrected if Rangers do some positive business in the next few hours. But um, I would just be amazed if they sold uh, Kamara and didn't get anyone in. I'd still be really surprised if they keep Kamara and they don't get anyone in. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. think it, it, you, you've missed an opportunity there. 
Derek's seven signings so far, Ben Davies, Ridvan Yilmaz, Rabi Matondo, Antonio Cholak, big success. I don't think anyone would complain. Tom Lawrence, John Suter, Malik Tillman, of course, Lawrence uh, on the loan. What do you think about... You asked Craig and Andy if they would trust Morelos. Would you? Uh, on his game, and if you can get him fit again, yes, you can. Uh, yes, he's an outstanding striker. I still believe he's the best striker we've got if he's on his game. But he's always got that moment where bang, like the Easter Road. I think if he's not the number one striker, he would quite easily spit the dummy out. Have you any thoughts on Ross Barkley? No, I haven't touched him, no. Not for me. I think we've already been doing that road with Adam Ramsey. Uh, not for me. Uh, I would rather he gave uh, like Lowry a chance. We Charlie, we Charlie McCann, Derek. Have you seen much of him? What are your thoughts I, on Charlie McCann? Yes, if he gave one of them a chance, Craig, I wouldn't get down the road he's spending Sully Murray on another street, another guy that can't get a game of the Netherlands. I asked you about... Yep. Chelsea's freedom for a reason, Paul. Yeah. Is Aaron Ramsey? I don't know. Is it is it ninety odd? He's only missed in X amount of years, but not, not for me. No, I think he's more Rangers needed this moment in time. All right. I would rather, I would, I would rather stay for the striking department. But what I'm all saying, you might laugh here, Paul. Uh-huh. If Rangers get beat, uh, Rangers get beat Saturday. I think they'll be finished. I don't see Celtic drop two games to Rangers win all games. When you look at Rangers' fixtures, away at Aberdeen. Rangers diehard Derek thinks it would be all over if Rangers lose. First reaction, Andy Walker? It's too early to say that. Things, so many things can happen, but I think it would be a significant lead for, for Celtic to have. And of course, you've got to remember um, Rangers will go to Petodre after mm-hmm. the, the game against Ajax, which is one of the away grounds that uh, you, you think might be a bit of trouble. Um, I think we said at the start of the season, uh, Craig, I don't see Celtic and Rangers losing many games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I do think there's added significance mm-hmm. on the Celtic Rangers games. Craig, how would you reply to Derek? Uh, what I would say is, look, certainly you, you, you don't want to be going five points behind at, at this stage of the season. Uh, but I do remember... Um, an interview last season, similar time, by Ange Postacoglu, saying, I've yet to see my career trophy that gets handed out in September. Um, I feel as if there, there's a long, long way to go, plenty of football to be played. Wouldn't it be ideal? Because obviously you look at the situation, three out of the last four seasons in terms of the way that Rangers have returned after a winter break. Long way to yep. go, plenty. Yep. It, it hasn't been good at all. So, look, you don't want to be chasing. There's no doubt about that. But Derek, it's not over. Derek, what's your scoreline? Saturday lunchtime. Uh, 2-1 Rangers. 2-1 Rangers. See, that, good question he asked and a good answer from his you know, Rangers point of view. Thanks, Derek. Stay tuned. We'll be on for the next couple of hours and we're watching everything. We've got a few calls out to find out will there be transfer deadline activity at Ibrox. Glenn Kamara, his agent, is in France and the word is after an early training that uh, there could be business. Something was up on the website at Nice, but it's come back down. Player I, profile. I doubt Rangers will sell Kamara. Right. It doesn't make sense to sell no, him no. and not uh, have someone lined up to replace him. And he Kamara, played so well last week. Yeah. Kamara was one of the Very key good. performers when you uh, watched that game uh, in, in Eindhoven. Massive. Uh, I thought he was absolutely terrific. He's done it before in Celtic Rangers games. 
he's he's a player for the big occasion. I would be amazed if they sold him without mm-hmm. some sort of replacement coming in. Craig, he, he's an important player. There's no doubt about that, Andy. You're spot on because look. I've got a lot of time and I think he's a fantastic player, Ryan Jack. Um, but again, you know, he come back from a, a, a long-term injury. Um, so it, it takes time, but he's, he's in and he's out and, and obviously not playing every single match. Um, you need depth. Uh, you definitely need that. And Kamado against PSV away from home was one of the best of the night. He only comes off Tremendous. because he got a little knock on the knee. But he was mm. positive, Andy, in terms of not only playing his role screen in the back, uh, the back line, but getting the ball and passing it forward to Tillman, who takes up fantastic positions, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're a threat. You're a threat going forward. You'll you'll play on Saturday, obviously if he's still in Glasgow. <laughs> but I think if yeah. Rangers are playing their best team on Saturday, then uh, Kamara's in it. Breaking news from the co-commentator there: he'll be playing as long as he's still a Rangers player. Andy, we're looking forward to it. the countdown. Yes. Well and truly on. Do you sleep the night before it? And. Yeah, I sleep now. <laughs> no, I sleep now. Yeah, I'm only yeah. doing homework on the yeah. players and uh, you know their form. Right. But um, yeah, it's just it's the best. I mean, apart from the great Lanarkshire derbies of Motherwell Hamilton, Motherwell uh, Airdrie, yeah. uh, it's the best. It's the best fixture I uh, played in, and um, lucky enough to score in a, a few of them. It's, it's when you're Glasgow born and bred, and that's your team. It doesn't get any better than that. Craig, I can tell you're excited. Barry last night and Peter Grant. We had to, they were they were jumping and we had Jason in and Connor we had a Rangers and a yeah. Celtic fan yeah, in yeah. last night yeah. look out to tomorrow night as well and thanks to everyone who's in yeah. touch about it yeah. our audience know their stuff you're excited right so a couple of other headlines we're going to tell you <laughs> Portuguese team Vitoria Guimarães are interested in um, Mikey Johnson maybe Mikey Johnson Hearts yeah. as well being mentioned for Mikey Johnson also yeah uh, Mikey Johnson I think we would all agree. Yeah. Uh, that he needs to get out and, and be playing football. Mm. Look, he's too good to be to be s- sitting in the stands at Celtic, not being involved. He's at an age where he's still got so much to offer. He needs to find it within himself personally to want to go and play football. So therefore, I think it's probably the the smart thing for him to, to leave Celtic if he gets that opportunity. Andy, would you go Hearts or would you go Guimaraes in Portugal well, if you had what, the choice? What, what a great opportunity to go and play abroad and learn a, a different style, a different culture maybe a bit more technical than uh, what we are here but I was at Hearts last night really enjoyed the game uh, Kilmarnock I think surprised a few going there yeah. and scored a right good goal through Ennis Cameron great to see some of the, the young lads coming through there and uh, he scored a wonderful goal and I really admired the way that Kilmarnock defended Hearts had so much of the ball but didn't really trouble Sam Walker in the goal Kelly, Kelly held out in the end and got the reward with a home tie against Dundee United in the next Indeed. round. And what about Dundee United last night? So out the door yesterday, the day before, yes. Jack Ross, in comes a, a 2-1 victory last night. How often do you see that? Yeah, do you How do? often yeah. do you see that? Um, and again, I don't want to read too much into it, but uh, you know, you go and you, all of a sudden you get a performance, you get commitment. Um, but we see it so many times. Once mm. a manager departs, interim manager and all of a sudden you, you, you get a result big result for Dundee United it really was Harks and Stephen Fletcher getting the goals what about Motherwell Andy 4-0 against Inverness Cali Thistle because we did say last night that could mm-hmm. be a banana skin of course I've seen uh, Inverness saw them earlier just before the season kicked off saw them at Livingston thought they were a decent side spoke to Billy Dodds before and after the game he, he's quite happy with his squad um, I, I think he's hoping to give it another go he obviously missed out in the playoffs last season but yeah, as you say, Motherwell didn't just win. They they won comfortably and in Van Veen up front, they've got a guy in great form. 
Yeah, Stephen Reside was uh, raving about him the other night. He's uh, he wasn't fit right at the start of the year, but it's mm. quite a turnaround, isn't it, for the well? Been a been a huge star for him mm. uh, this season. Look, he has, he is a striker. That obviously, when he's fit, he has a presence and he can score yep. goals. Um, you know, probably didn't deliver um, when when what left last season, but he started off this season extremely well, scoring goals and very important ones for Motherwell. And uh, the draw which came out then just straight afterwards and it was uh, our own Stephen Cragen who was with us on Tuesday night with John Hartson. Yep. So it came out, as you know, Aberdeen against Partick Thistle. Great for your old team, Andy. Uh, Partick Thistle. Although tough, oh. tough. Oh, it's always your old team. Yeah. But up there at Petaudry, Kilmarnock, Dundee United, we mentioned. Rangers against Dundee. Motherwell against Celtic. Here's uh, Ange Postacoglu uh, mentioning uh, the draw uh, for the game. Yeah, um, you know, good to be in it. And I guess... Um, yeah, another away tie for us and uh, a good challenge at Motherwell. But, um, yeah, really pleased with, with the boys' effort tonight. And, uh, yeah, we're in the draw, which is good. So, yeah, away again, I think he said there, but Motherwell, that, that'll be a great game. Right, we're going to take a quick break. No, Andy, on you go. Yeah? No, Motherwell. I was going to say yeah. to Craig, I saw his uh, good friend Ange Postacoglu at the weekend ah. uh, up in Dundee. Had a couple of minutes with him after the game and... Uh, told him I'd uh, bumped into Craig and he said I hadn't seen him for a long time but it wasn't <laughs> so but, a lion. It, but it wasn't long enough <laughs> <laughs> no in all, in all in all seriousness he uh, he uh, he spoke very highly of you so, good um, yeah nice. he passes his regards I'll tell you what, you knew more that, about Ange having played under him yeah. than anybody and it was invaluable here. <laughs> well, all you other networks at that point, Andy, might have been talking about who yeah. is this guy, not you personally, but you knew all about him when we had never heard the name. Yeah, yeah. And, and Andy's done well if he got two minutes with him. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's in demand, isn't he? Do you know, it might not even be as long as two minutes. Uh, where's Billy Gilmer going? Doesn't look as though he's coming up here. Looks as though he'll be in the blue of Brighton. That's coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Thursday night's edition of the Go Radio Football Show. Transfer deadline. Deadline day. It's come off the screen, Chris. I can't say what. It's five and a half hours to go, give or take a few moments. And remember, an extra hour here in Scotland. Yeah, what's the news on Billy Gilmer? I know they talked about him going abroad, but it looks as though a nine million deal to Brighton. And Brighton, I mean, what a job Graham Potter is doing there. Is that a good move for him, Craig? That would be a top move right. for Billy Gilmer. I mean, Brighton... Are a really good side at the moment. Sean's sitting fourth on the table there, playing some great football. Um, Potter's done an amazing job, um, and I like again a brand of football that would suit Billy Gilmore yeah. down to down down and to the ground. Really, and well. if they're paying nine million for me, he's there to play. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah, him. Yeah. They feel as though he can add to what they've got. That that would be a great move for him. And they've taken in some great money, haven't they, for Cucurella the yeah. other week. It was massive money. Yeah. Is this the £2 billion transfer deadline? It's astonishing. Summer? They thought it might blow up, especially after COVID, but it's gone the other way. It's mm. gone through the roof. What's the biggest one that you, in your estimation so far? The one you think, what a fantastic Simon. I see Obama Yang, they've done a deal in principle for him to come back to London. Yeah. The one that excites me Chelsea. is uh, Jesus to Arsenal. I yeah. know he wasn't yeah. the biggest fee, but just mm. his personality, the way he plays, mm. loves Zinchenko as well. I think Arsenal have made a couple of mm. really good signings. No, they have. They've probably been probably the strongest in, in the market, but I can't get away from Haaland mm. at, yeah. at Man City. <laughs> 
Is he doing much? Is he? I mean, everyone's talking about it, but how can you not talk about it? You know, double double hat trick. Uh, He's gonna. I think he's gonna burst the thirty-five goal mark this season. I think the 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 record might be thirty-four goals. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll, he'll beat that this season. Andy, as another striker, what what do you? Well, everyone sees. What what do you? What's not to like about him? What's not to like, and especially the players around him, the amount of chances that will be created. But he's got the height, he's got the strength, he's got the physique, he's got the pace. And he's only 22. Ah, he's, he's, he's just a kid. Astonishing. But see, on top of all of that, though, and you, they're, they're wonderful qualities that you mentioned, but there's a real desire and, and desperation to score goals. Yeah. Uh, and you don't, see that, you don't see that in a lot of players. Here's developing news, and this uh, affects Rangers. Chelsea's £43 million move for the Ajax midfielder, central defender, Edson Alvarez, is in doubt. And, yeah, Craig... With uh, for Rangers obviously facing Ajax, well next week yeah. countdowns on. Well, Ajax, look, it doesn't. I mean, they're they're a club that are always doing business, Paul, aren't they? Um, they develop players to sell top players, but at the same time, they're always set and ready to perform in whatever competition that may be. Um, so you're but, not worried? Uh, <laughs> no problem. Bring bring on whatever they throw at throw at Rangers. No problem. There's so much uh, coming in and down south. I see Ronaldo was on the bus. If they still take a bus, do they, yeah. to Leicester? I suppose they will. It's not that far. Uh, the game tonight, Andy. So, do you uh, know Ronaldo. The, the non-league side, Stockport, yes. just come yeah. just come into the uh, League Two. Mm-hmm. They fly to away games. No. Stock, Stockport County. Yeah. They fly to away games. It's another world, isn't it? Break Arsenal them. fly yeah. to Norwich. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just watched the whole of uh, All or Nothing. I enjoyed so it. So yep. I'm amazed that uh, yep. Arsenal fly coach. to Norwich. Yeah, Arsenal fly to Norwich because the road wow. is just a bit too busy. Oh, it's too busy. Roadworks. Yeah. Are we going to get your teams for Saturday lunchtime, yes. Andy? You started your homework. You too, Craig, as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? Before that, let's hear from both managers while you scribble the uh, starting eleven. Let's hear uh, again from Ange Postecoglou after last night's performance. Against Ross Conti, you know the the real sort of focus these all the boys have. You know a lot of them are playing their first game today, but we keep saying they've been training really well. They deserve an opportunity, and they don't let our performance levels you know drop at all. And um, I've made nine changes, which is always going to disrupt the, the cohesion of the team a little bit. But I still felt like the boys played some really good football against you know a difficult opponent in, in venue, and uh, you know to come away with a four-one victory is brilliant. Gikamakis, of course, back on form. Andy, Celtic fans love him, and you know he's chasing Kyogo for the the top scorer. Love his attitude, um, and he's always desperate to play. And I think that will be a feature of the game this weekend, no matter what the score is. I think it's it's almost a given that around the hour mark Celtic will make two, three changes at the one time. Whether they're whether they're, they're ahead or behind or uh, chasing the game, I think uh, they've got so much strength from the bench that he'll, he'll do that again. He'll make another uh, two or three substitutions around the hour mark. It seems to be his, his way of doing things. Aaron Moy continues to impress yeah. when he comes on. Uh, as he did last night. Um, do you think we'll see much of him this season? Yeah, I think he'll play his part. I think he's got a really good range of passing. You saw it the weekend at Tanadice, the ball they played through to, I think it was Maida for uh, Abada's hat-trick. Mm. I think he's uh, really clever in tight situations. He keeps the ball. Um, and uh, anyone who's who's clever doesn't waste any passes. You'll always get a game in midfield. And you've got to remember, he's got so much... Yeah, so many options uh, off the ball. There's so much movement in that Celtic team. So you need someone with a good range of passing. Finished quite late, didn't it? After the draw, they headed back down on the bus. And before going, Ange Postacoglu was asked 
what's happening in the transfer window. Yeah, there's some things happening, but um, I'll be on a bus for the next few hours, so I'll find out when I get off. I'm sure other people are working on it, though. Sorry. <laughs> Greg, the... Uh... Well, it looks as though the from Ruben Kazan, another player's coming. That'll be three players in the last uh, year. In the last, last yeah. year. So there's obviously uh, some form of link there or whether or not it's it's word of mouth, Paul, in terms of player mm. recommendations, yeah. you know, uh, which sometimes happens at football clubs. But again, certainly with Ange, with any signing that has been made at Celtic Football Club, talent, yes, uh, is always one thing, but he touches on, you know, normally a good age, a desire and determination to, to do something in their careers. Mm. So expect a similar type of character mm. uh, if, if that was to be the case. Just need to go back to Aaron Moy there briefly. Yeah. Mm. Would have loved to have seen him at Rangers, Andy, I've got to yeah. be honest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, after being a free agent, finishing his contract in China, his range of passing is incredible. I, I remember seeing him at Huddersfield. I did a couple of games for Sky when he played there in the, the Premier League and... Uh, where did he go? He went to Brighton, didn't he? He went to Brighton. Went to Brighton. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've always always thought he was a really tidy player. Yeah. I think the only much. thing, I think the only thing that's probably held him back from a top six, regular top six Premier League side was the the pace. You know, he, he's kind of he's got he's got one gear. Uh, but I tell you what, he can run all day, um, mm. every day. And he's, like I says, his range of passing is is fantastic. And unfortunately for for me yeah. and for range of support, he's at Celtic and doing well. Craig, doing honestly, well. it's the one thing when you do Premier League games. Uh, it's the one thing that strikes you: the it's the athleticism, it's the power, it's the size of almost everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I know there are obviously some exceptions, but most teams go with height, physique, power, uh, and just their athleticism. Something to admire. Craig, did you recommend him to Rangers? I think yeah, you did. Yeah, no, he did. He yeah. was look, he was someone that I, I certainly did push to to Ross Wilson to maybe go and have a have a look at. Not to have a look, he knows obviously who the player was. Uh, Rangers were kind enough actually to to help us out uh, pre World Cup qualifiers, a game against Peru to to get some training into him and I was hoping that it could be a little bit more than that, Paul. Yeah. Didn't work out, like I says, but Ange knows knows Aaron very, very well and Stays in Bears then, so it was um, an easy be. decision in the end. Yeah. Good news for Celtic. Yeah, it was. Very, <laughs> very good, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's hear from GVB. This was yesterday, so after Rangers win the other night, he was asked about the transfer window. Well, I, I'm, I'm relaxed. You know, it's still a couple of days. You know, you never know what, what's happening in those days, but uh, you have to be prepared. But, you know, I don't, uh, at the moment, I think this, this is a squad we, we're going to have. As I said, mentioned before, we created this squad to uh, to be competitive and to uh, to reach the Champions League as well which they did no I'm I'm quite relaxed no. and that's a headline today so far no business at Rangers and Sky Sports are reporting an hour ago mm -hmm. they don't expect anyone coming in the door yeah. although Glenn Kamara there is speculation yeah. that he could be on his way to Nice but Andy you think he's going to stay it's not going to happen I don't think he'll okay. I don't think Rangers would allow it, it would, I mean the supporters would be up in arms if they mm. qualify for the Champions League yeah and they sell one of the more influential players without getting anyone else in. Yeah, yeah, hey, spot on. There's the only way that that deal for Kamara could happen was as if something else was locked, loaded, ready to go to mm -hmm. come back.
into the, the door. Rid van Yilmaz played the other <coughs> night and yes. uh, Scott Arfield, of course, as well, scoring. Here's the manager speaking about the two players. Of course, it's, it's good to see uh, Rid van play and, you know, he will, he will only get stronger in the next coming games. Scotty, I know what he can bring. You know, it's not like this is the first game he played and that's for all the players who started today. It's not only about this game, it's about giving them minutes, but I'm really well aware of all the, the strengths of, of, of my players. Today was more giving them the minutes to play. Of course, you know, you want to use as, as many players you want in the game. You look at the, the opponent, you look like uh, the, the setup you can have on, on the pitch, and that's why you saw the lineup you saw today. So it was good to give all the players so many minutes. Craig, what do you think? I know you saw Yilmaz the other week and you wanted to see more. You're, yeah. yeah. You're not convinced yet. He's still, but I mean, I know there's been quite a uh, sum yeah. uh, mm-hmm. investment behind the player. He's still behind Barisic at this moment in time for me. Uh, and normally when you spend that kind of money, they're, they're coming into your starting 11. But for me, I've got Barisic ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Andy, would you disagree? Uh, no, I think Barisic yeah. is top player. I mean, you only have to look at the understanding he has with Ryan Kent. That goal at Easter Road where uh, they linked yeah. up, put that cross in for Lawrence, uh, the movement from Cholak just to create the space. What a wonderful cross and headed goal that was. But yeah, Barisic, I, I think it's a, certainly a shoe-in for the weekend. Here's what he had to say about Alfredo Morelos. Uh, I had a good a good chat with him on, on Sunday. He had a good week to train, but also think about his future. And of course, I had a good 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 talk with him. So as I said before, he's still a Rangers player. I think it's going to be uh, important for us in the next next months and the seasons. I saw a change in his uh, his attitude, the way he worked. You know, you have to keep continuing uh, working like this for for the next coming months to uh, you know to to be the player he uh, he he can be and a player who can uh, give us give us a lot Mom. Craig we uh, know what he could do uh, certainly in the Europa League yep yeah look for me the, the Morello situation now we, we we speak about it a lot right uh, he's going to give his all for the football club between now and the end of the season I've absolutely no doubt about that because it's in his best interest right so he'll get himself in order uh, plus it's a Champions League if yeah. you can take it part on that you'll maybe get a better move if that's what he's looking for 100% he's going to get himself the only thing the only question is how long is it going to take for him to get to the level the fitness that's required that's the only question for me the rest about um, him contributing for the season uh, he'll contribute to the season it's just when he's going to be available and to be able to contribute at the level we know that he can Scotland's Billy Gilmer he's at Brighton or in London at the moment ahead of a £10 million move now it's gone up a little bit to Brighton he's getting the medical yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's going up by the minute. It is going up, yeah. Well, it's is inflation, sadly, for all of us. And Andy, you've got the latest on Mikey Johnson. Possible Mikey Johnson loan. maybe going to Vittoria Guimaraes in uh, Portugal, which uh, I think would be a great move for yeah. him. Um, as long as he can play every week, I think that's where he'll, he'll develop his game. Obrigado. That's us right up to date. So there's a lot on the go. Just looking around, we'll bring it to you first here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Another couple of supporters will be win with us tomorrow night. Peter Grant and Barry Ferguson will be here. They're not the supporters. It's, uh, well, I suppose is, that, is that the top team? Uh, is, is that the top oh, team? No, I tell you, what, you two. I'm, ju- I'm just checking the I'll ratings here. <laughs> I'll leave your lead. I'm a high to a low. <laughs> How brutally honest you want me to be? Ah, no, listen, go with it, go no, with it. Honesty's good. The feedback we're getting is fantastic people uh, who are making the switch to the Go Radio Football Show. Thank you for that. Well, the draw as well for uh, the League Cup. The, we talked about it yesterday because the first competition of the season. Uh, who is going to win it? Well, the clubs that you thought might out with Celtic Rangers. Um, they're still there, aren't they? 
Craig? I, well, I went for Motherwell, so the, their real test comes now. That was inspired. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, big result, wasn't it? Um, but, you know, they, they've got a tough match now, quarterfinal at home to Celtic, but it's at home, so they would like to think that they maybe have a chance at that. Andy, did you go for the Hurts? No. I thought Hearts would win yeah. last night, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Kamarnock were, were very impressive and, you know, all these teams now 90 minutes away from Hamden and they'll yeah. probably hope, mm-hmm. you know, Celtic Rangers get... I, I think Celtic Rangers will win. I think Celtic will beat Motherwell. I think Rangers will beat Dundee. Those other clubs, maybe Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, they'll be hoping that it's a Celtic Rangers semi-final mm-hmm. and then one of them getting the opportunity to, to go to a final. It's, that's the way they'll be looking at it. I was going to ask you now if you're teams, but we've got a break in a few moments. So straight after the break, shall we do it? Yeah. Yep. We'll go to the... Ready to uh, go. Yeah. yeah. And last night, Barry was talking, and Peter, about what it's like playing in these games. What was your, what was it like your first time going to Celtic Park, Craig? Oh. I know I, I don't like putting you in the spot because you've played in so many, but yeah. what, what was it like going well, across yeah, the city to play? Can, can we talk not about the first one? Okay, you can, <laughs> I know, okay. <laughs> first one wasn't a great yeah. memory. And it, was, it wasn't actually at Parkhead, it was at, at Hamden. All right, during uh, the when reconstruction, there was, yeah. doing ah, reconstructions yeah. and all that. Right, so. Give us a happy memory for you then uh, going look, to For me, though, look, yeah. okay, I'm going to give you a happy... They were all happy memories. Whether you win, lose, draw this this particular game of football, what I was was, was extremely privileged to... to to be on the field because there were unbelievable atmospheres, whether it was at Celtic Park, whether it was at, at Ibrox, whether it was a cup final at Hamden. Mm. There was always so much on the line. There was always huge respect with the players, mm. but we also knew how important these matches uh, were to the supporters, Paul. So I loved every single one. I don't know, I played 20-odd, maybe 26, 27 of them. Loved every single one of them. And Peter made a point last night, Peter Grant said, when he was playing, mainly in the 80s and the 90s, in the 90s, um, most of the players were homegrown. So they were... Celtic yeah. fans or Rangers fans, but you played in a team that was multi. Um, yeah, we're, you know, we're so probably it started yeah. to change. Sure, to change a little bit. Yeah, and they became Rangers fans, didn't they? Most of them. Well, I think what, yeah, they end up becoming, and I'm sure Celtic, um, you know, seen exactly the same thing. When you mm. when you do the right thing, you're a big football club. Um, you know, you have players that embrace a football club, and the supporters embrace the players. You naturally become a supporter of that football club for, for many, many years after as well. Uh, and, and a club that you follow for the rest of your days. And for you, Andy, there were players from abroad, because <clears> lots of players with Paul McStay. And, uh, yeah, I played with a few of my heroes yeah. and uh, guys that I'd been watching when I was a, a young lad. But uh, my first experience was a great one because we beat Rangers 1-0. Billy Stark scored. And I can remember Billy McNeil after it saying that he, he'd never seen football played like that um, by a Celtic team for a long time. Now... I'm not sure if he was telling the truth, but <laughs> it made you feel 10 feet tall. Yeah. So, you know, for the the next number of weeks, he kept referring to how yeah. well we'd played against Rangers. And I remember Rangers at that time, McCoyst was in top form. Yeah. Graham Souness um, was player manager. He got sent off that day yeah. with an uh, with incident with, with Billy Stark. I heard Jim um, White remind him of that last week, but yeah. <laughs> what's, so, a pas- yeah. what's a passage of play you remember then from that game? Uh, the passage of play yeah. is the goal where um, uh, Mark McGee fired it in. I left it at the front post and then it, mm-hmm. it was just a lovely roll on the ball. And Starkey, I mean, it was such a difficult ball to hit and he took it first time on his left foot. Mm-hmm. And Billy Stark was brilliant for us that year. He'd come from Aberdeen. He, he had all the experience. I thought he was a real class act mm-hmm. on and off the pitch. Did you let it run through you on purpose or was that an accident you were trying to... Sc- <laughs> You're trying to score. You're trying to get yeah. on the end of it. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, oh, it was just a brilliant. <laughs> it was a brilliant moment, and of course, it was the old 
Celtic Park. So I think you maybe got about you might have got about fifteen, twenty thousand Rangers fans in the Rangers yeah, end. Yeah, the, yeah. the jungle, of course, that was heaving. Mm. What was the official attendance? Remember, they used to say. <laughs> yeah, Allegedly. They, used to, they used to call it. I think the official yeah. uh, capacity was at about sixty-seven. Mm. But there was more. there was more than yeah. there was more than it's that. Probably apocryphal, but somebody said to the chairman one day, "Great game, wasn't it?" He said, "Great crowds." <laughs> right, we'll get your teams next. <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go Go, 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 go. Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Craig Moore, Andy Walker And tomorrow night, don't forget we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements It's your chance to win cash tomorrow night here on the Go Radio Football Show All you have to do is predict the weekend results What's going to happen? Because it's not just about Celtic Rangers Craig? I'm saying, yeah, that's yeah. all. It's 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 not easy, is <laughs> no. it? So you know, we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements, and you could win tomorrow night hundred pounds just to come on. And last Friday night, what well, we found out uh, over the weekend, Kieran from Pollock was one result away from netting eight hundred and fifty pounds. Andy, so what was, it, what was the one he missed out on? A very it good was, question. It was it was Mirren. Saint- yeah. Yeah. It was St Mirren yeah. He um, won 1-0 against won. Hibs They ended up winning 1-0 against Hibs, correct yeah. he he went like, Hibs. I think I fancied Hibs as well He's on fire tonight hmm? he, He's he? definitely He's the top team tonight I, I, Come on Andy <laughs> <laughs> And me um, About time, isn't it? <laughs> exactly £1,000 tomorrow night Register now at thisisgo.co.uk Okay Thisisgo.co.uk And we'll be doing that tomorrow evening with Barry and Peter Grant. Right, uh, any change in the last few minutes here? We're watching, we've got the Go Radio Transfer Deadline Centre, known as Sky Sports mm-hmm. in the background there. No, we've got a few contacts out as well. No, no change, nothing yet from nothing, Ibrox, just watching. No, no. Nothing come through at this moment. Still waiting, still looking. And at Celtic, there's the medical going to happen for Oliver Abelgard from Ruben Kazan. So I mean, he's he's, he's going to be he's yep. going to need to be special mm-hmm. to get in the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think right now the midfield pretty much picks itself. I think you're always going to have O'Reilly. You're always going to have the captain McGregor. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think your strongest midfield would also have Hatati in it just now. Mm-hmm. Turnbull, I don't think is any sort of downgrade, but I, I think those three sort of pick themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is leading us into your team. But if you're just tuning in, he's a number six, isn't he? Oliver, the, the player. Yeah, I think I think he's yeah. a defensive midfield player, right. but yeah. uh, obviously Joe Hart would uh, will play on Saturday, and I don't yeah. think there'll be any change at the back. I think it will be Carter Vickers with Starfelt, and I think your fullbacks will be Juranovic and Taylor. I was so impressed with Juranovic mm-hmm. in that three 0 game in February. He kept yeah. Kent really quiet. Yeah. He, he was getting forward mm-hmm. uh, so much. Loved his drive. Loved his energy. Uh, so that midfield we already had. Yeah. I think the yeah. controversial one. Yeah. I don't think Jota will play, which no. is tough. He's just off the back of a, a hat trick, but I think it will be Jota, Kyogo, and Maida. Uh, I think no, Jota will play. Won't play. You're saying Abada won't play. Sorry, Abada. Abada yeah. won't play. Yeah. I beg your yeah. I say Jota. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's why you're both. Abada. I don't think Abada will play. Okay. He scored a hat trick at the yeah. weekend, but I think Maida will take his place. Okay. It'll be Jota on one side. Maida on the other, Kyogo through the middle. And I think, uh, I, I say that because Postacoglu, I think, has played uh, Jota, Kyogo, Maida in, in all but last week's games. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week he started Jota, but before that, I think those three had always 
Alistair, question. Then you can ask him some questions about the team. And no Moritz Jens rather than Carl Starfield. No, I just think uh, Starfield and Carter Vickers. I think they've got a partnership. They've got an understanding. They've got a wee bit of chemistry there. I think you'll know all about mm. you know having an understanding with that partner. I think it's also an important one to have with your goalkeeper. You know, knowing who your your two centre backs are. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's my team. That's the team I think will uh, take to the field. Craig, what do you think of Andy's Celtic team? Yeah, again, I, I think it, it does. I mean, look, there is great strength and, and depth um, in the Celtic squad. Uh, there's, no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, unfortunately, someone at the top end, uh, whether it is actually Abada mm-hmm. uh, or Maeda, one of them will miss. Um, Giacomacus uh, is not going to mm-hmm. start. Um, but again, like I says, I mean... McGregor in the middle of the park, Hatati in the middle of the park. Mm. Very, very strong. Uh, look, it's a strong team, whoever they put out. Flip side, flip side of that, uh, Paul, obviously you're, mm. you're looking at um, the the Rangers. Okay, uh, it was your Rangers team. Yep. Also, so. uh, and I think it's, pre- I think it pretty much picks itself, mm-hmm. if I'm honest. Uh, McLaughlin is, is clearly... Um, yep. Shown well, he he's, he's yeah. Giovanni's. Yeah, he's number one. He's number one at this moment in time. So how, he, how raging was uh, McGregor with Sakala the other night at that goal, losing the goal? He must have. Ah, uh, I mean, look, McGregor doesn't like to to lose goals at the best of time. He obviously got some minutes, which you'd be absolutely delighted with. Um, he's a winner. Um, so yeah, yeah. Look, he'd, be, he'd be disappointed. By the way, it's a wonderful little finish. I've Brilliant. got to say, yeah. I, I've got Size to say, Lee Connolly, quick, ah, yeah. great, great finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little, little sure. We'll speak about it shortly. But mm-hmm. sorry, so McLaughlin, the, the back yeah, four. Yeah. You've got the back four again. So you've got Tavernier captain yeah. uh, as as right fullback, Goldson um, and Sands. Mm-hmm. Yep. As as a central defensive partnership. Look, Sands we know is not a an out and out central defender, mm-hmm. but I think he's he's done a job there. Does need to be careful as he was a little bit lucky, as we know, in the in the well, very, very lucky. Shouldn't yeah. should have been on the fifth of the pitch. Badasic is left fullback. I've got him ahead of uh, yep. Yilmaz. You said that earlier. Yep. So you get Tavernier, Goldson, Sands and Barisic. Yes. Yep. Uh, moving on to midfield, Paul uh, Lundstrom's in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. I've I've got Kamara if he's mm-hmm. Still, still sure with the football be. club, which I think he will be. If not who? If not who, it would be Jack. Okay. No, actually, you know what? If not who, I'm going to go Davis. Right, okay. Yeah? Stephen Davis, right, got you. Okay. And Scotty Arfield, who he got a couple, didn't he, against Queen of the South. He was probably the, mm. the, the main performer for me in that particular match. When you're not starting all the time, you want to come in and make an impact in games. He'd done that. He scored two goals. I think he's done his job to put his hand up for selection here because... Lawrence, there might have been an injury issue. Right. Right. Yep. So you've got Lundstrom, Kamara if he's there. Yes. And Scott Arfield. Yes. Okay. As a midfield three. Yeah. And the the attacking three. Mm. Obviously, Cholak up top sure. through the middle, Paul. And I've got uh, Tillman and Kent in the mm-hmm. wider areas. Kent, Kent normally what will play wider and try to get a little bit more isolated against fullback. Tillman kind of a little bit more inside trying to play between the lines. Andy, what do you make of Oz's Rangers lineup? Yeah, I just did one different. I'd Lawrence in for, mm-hmm. although if you're telling me there's maybe an issue with an injury, I can understand that. But I'd Lawrence instead of uh, Arfield. And mm-hmm. I think Rangers will try and get as close as they can to that team that played in Eindhoven because yeah. the pressure that was on them um, and they, they played it so well, they came through, they got a, they got a victory. And um, that's the type of performance that they'll need at the weekend because... 
Celtic will be right at him. They sure will. Yeah, yeah. No, look, it's a, it's a tough... It's, look, form goes out the window with these type of games. We, yeah. hear, we hear that all the time. But at the same time, Paul, Celtic will come into this game with an enormous amount of, amount of confidence. You know, after an absolute thrashing of Dundee United, uh, the, the movement, the passing, the intensity, the accuracy, the, the execution, all of those things. Uh, Rangers, I think the most important thing is... Um, that if they're able to absorb that early pressure that will most definitely come from Celtic, if they're able to, to get through that initial period, I've no doubt they can grow into the game and also cause some issues. But if you concede an early goal, I'm not saying it's going to go, go on and be an absolute um, thrashing, but yeah, then, then it's real danger, real danger. If Rangers get through that initial period, I think they've got a good chance to get something out of the game. Might, might be one of the reasons my, I think Maida will play as well because he is so energetic. He will think nothing of getting back and tracking Tavernier. And Tavernier is one of the Rangers' biggest threats going forward. He's one of their most creative players, never mind uh, yep. the amount of goals that he gets, the amount of times he gets forward. And Maida, I think, is the one who has got incredible energy and running power and... He, he can mm-hmm. charge up and down that lane all day. What do you think in the socials to Andy's team and to Craig's team? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 and at Go Football Show. Jimmy is on just now. He's just, uh, you can see it coming up in a moment or two. Does he like the Celtic lineup, Jimmy? I don't think he disagrees. Abada is the one that uh, scored a hat-trick at the weekend, but you make the case about Maeda. And yeah, I, well, I mean, if Abada plays, you, you, you immediately think back to February and the, the, the goal that he scored yep. and the, the way that he played that night. I mean, he's, for such a young lad, he's, he, we, we know he's capable of handling this, uh, handling this occasion. But, um, no, I just think with the way that Ange Postacoglu is set up in the opening weeks of the season, I think, uh, I think there's a trust there with, with Maida and even allowing for the fact that he came in in January. Um, I think now that he's got a pre-season under his belt, mm-hmm. He seems to be more in tune with the rest of the players. Do you think, Andy? Do you think Abada gets the respect that that I think he deserves? I know he's a young player, um, but when he came into the start of last season, remember he got his debut. I think there was an injury situation where he actually wasn't meant to start. He goes, he starts, he scores, boom, hits mm. the ground running. Yeah. Um, I just feel as if every time this young man plays, he seems to deliver. Craig, honestly, I think you'll get. I think he'll get better and better. I think he's... Um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any lack of uh, respect, but I, I take your point that... I mean, Jota's a personality player. He gets all the headlines. Kyogo gets all the headlines. He's another big personality who's, who scores goals. And I think, obviously, Callum McGregor with the captain. And you've got, um, uh, you know, O'Reilly, who's uh, offered a lot. Mm. Hatati got those two goals in February. There's so many players that attract a lot of attention, but uh, you're right. I don't think he's ever let anyone down. I remember that goal he scored against was it Dundee United last kick of the ball. Yeah, yeah. when uh, what made yeah. all the difference mm-hmm. between Celtic drawing another game or or getting uh, mm-hmm. getting all three points, and that that was a badder that came up with that. Craig, and for you with the Rangers lineup, who are going to be the key players? Let's say if you just picked up one of them the last minute before the news, who do you think the name is going to be on it? that you think this could be a huge... Just on, uh, again, look, R- Rangers, you, you need goals to go and win, mm-hmm. win win this game. There needs to be some kind of threat. And you look at Cholak... Um, he's on form. And, and his return, he's on form. Um, he could cause cause some issues. But, you know, Rangers, outside of Cholak, they need to be at their very, very best here to, to go and get has, a result. Um, has McLaughlin played in a Celtic Rangers game? 
Yeah, I mean, he'll, yes, he has. Yeah, he would have, yeah, he'll he need to yeah. make saves. He will most definitely need to make saves. I guess how, uh, you know, he did also make a really big save at the back end of that, that second half against PSV, uh, yeah, which, which was really, really important. Uh, and again, that's where you kind of judge goalkeepers, yeah, don't you? Yeah. Can they keep moment. you in a match? A big yeah. moment. Can they go and win a game of football? He's still, you know, he, he'll be tested and it is a, it is a big test for him. Mm. Five hours to go in the window in England. Six hours here in Scotland. The news is next, then we're back. Andy Walker, Craig Moore. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. Transfer deadline day 2022. The August one has gone. It finishes tonight, 11 o'clock, for the whole of the country, for the England, here in Scotland, an hour extra. Will there be any business? We don't think so at Rangers Glen. Camaro will not be going to Nice. That's what we're hearing, Craig Moore. So a lot of speculation about it, but it's not happening. But a lot of Rangers fans coming coming on saying, hey, 40 million coming in for the Champions League, which is great news. Yes. But they need to make some signings in the next few hours. That would be nice when you consider the amount of money that has been made um, since Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has been in charge. Um, the clock is ticking whether or not they're going to do business. But you would think that Giovanni would want to go out and splash some cash, but it doesn't look likely at this moment in time, Paul. And looking at uh, the squads, Andy, it looks as though Rangers do need to strengthen because of injuries and different things. And what's happened with Morel is no guarantee that he will take part this season. Yeah, when you look at it over the last number of months, Patterson moving for a good fee, Aribo moving for a good fee, Classy, uh, and then, of course, the Champions League money, which was yeah. always you know, up in the air. It's now guaranteed... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just really surprised that Rangers haven't added uh, a bit of quality to their squad. Um, I, I know they did previously with the likes of Lawrence and uh, you know obviously Cholak yeah. and uh, Suter and, and Ben Davis, but I thought when they got into the Champions League they would they would do something. But few hours left yet. <laughs> and at Celtic, Mikey Johnson speaking with uh, Vittoria Guimaraes. Yes. Uh, it's a loan deal. You think if he does go there to Portugal? Loan deal, or, yeah. and I'm sure the understanding is that he's, he's got to be able to to play. Obviously, he needs to perform, but I think he's got a lot of ability. I think it's a really exciting move for him just to go to Portugal and be a bit more technical. And as long as he plays every week, I think yeah. he'll go on to bigger and better things. Guimarães, look, it's a it's a very good club, Paul. Yeah. In terms of you look at a lot of big big name players, and you look and you see this club pop up all the time. So it's a really good football club that develops its players. Look, it'd be a great opportunity for Mikey Johnson to go and play football. Two games, two days to go to the big match, Celtic against Rangers. Here's a Celtic fan on the line and go radio. Hi, Stephen and Greenock. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much for having me on, boys. Great to have you on, Stephen. How is it in Greenock tonight? Taylor the Bank? Uh, surprisingly warm and uh, sunny. I'm, 
I see him from Green and actually uh, staying in Annie's land uh, just out just out at my fiance's. Oh right. Um, so you're um, in the, you're in the trendy West End, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, marking myself. Yeah. <laughs> So Stephen, what are you thinking about transfer window? Are you happy with the business Celtic have done to date? Eight and it looks like nine. Yeah, definitely. I think it's brought a lot of quality to the uh, the squad. Uh, I don't know if the the deal with the uh, the Danish boys been finalised, but if we can get them through uh, the door, then I think that pretty much covers that area of the pitch that uh, we've all been talking about. We all, I think, most Celtic supporters feel. That area needs to be covered in case uh, McGregor you know, picks up an injury or uh, develops a bit of fatigue because, you know, we all know Carl McGregor plays a lot of football and uh, we know he's got great energy levels, but, you know, he's as humans as the rest of us. He can end up knackered. So sure. hopefully um, we get that through the, the door and pretty much every uh, all other areas have been great. I mean, Jaw, what a brilliant bit of business that is. I think he's on course to be one of the best signings we've had uh, in a long time. Carl Vickers as well has looked tremendous. Um, uh, Hazabanovic, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It'll be one that they're trying to yep. get used to, but mm-hmm. we saw him briefly last night. He looks like a decent player as well. So, mm-hmm. yep, very happy with the business that Celtic's done. No complaints whatsoever. Craig, from a Rangers point of view, looking at the Celtic squad, well, you know, it does look really, really strong. It does. And, and what I've got to say is, look, They've been very aggressive over the last season. 15 uh, players, new players come in the start of last season, uh, went again in January. Uh, potentially, we were talking 8, 9, 10, 11 maybe new signings for, for this season. And at the same time, Andy, being successful, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, for me, I, I think... He would have been given it, a bit of leeway. I don't think anyone expected that last season. No. To hit the ground running, to... I mean, to overturn that, uh, what was it, 25-odd points that Rangers won the league by the previous season. For Postacoglu to come in, uh, I thought if he'd showed a style of football that the supporters enjoyed, you know, he'd so many players to turn around in the squad. You know, if you could beat Rangers, if you could narrow that gap to five or six points, people would have mm. taken that. But uh, the the football was sparkling. Uh, you know, Celtic fans are on the edge of their seats watching uh, the games and... There are so many players who are potential match winners. It's really an exciting Celtic team to watch. And there's so many fantastic players that have come into the to the football club, but I guess you've got to keep coming back to, for me, one player in, in terms of, uh, you know, you have that stability uh, and I think he's thrived under the captaincy, and that's McGregor. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, he, yeah. he's been crucial to... Um, to every single one of these players that would have come into the football club, making them settle, making them feel welcome... Uh, and for that team to gel together, I think as um, as quickly as what it has done with the amount of players, um, it's it's some effort I've got to say. Craig, I said this about James Tavernier when he was uh, a Rangers captain, and he's so good with us at Sky, he's so courteous, he's always willing to talk about anything, win, lose or draw. Callum McGregor's the same, so courteous with everyone, speaks really well, doesn't he shy away from anything? And you like to see that in a captain, a good bit of strong leadership. You sure do. Anything worry you? And looking at the Celtic squad, Stephen, um, what do you think for Saturday? Um, I think we'll see the pretty much the same team that started start against Dundee United because I don't know how you can take anyone out uh, from that. Um, I did say to my dad yesterday, mm-hmm. I've got a funny feeling Ange might spring a surprise and maybe go with Jackie Marcus. 
because um, he has a bit of uh, muscle up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, I, I don't know how you, how you could probably take out Kyogo after that performance on Sunday, but how could you justify it? But at the same time, um, I think the one thing that's been missing from Kyogo so far is a big performance against Rangers. He's not he's not played badly in any teams we've seen him against them, but he's he's been short that. Whereas Jack Marcus, he's the kind of guy that can thrive on a big big uh, a big derby and big games. I also think Jack Marcus could also be the guy that starts the majority of the Champions League games because we need someone that's got size and presence who's able to hold up the ball um, for long periods in the in the opposition half. Stephen, there's no there's no doubt Yakimakis has got a big part to play for Celtic this season. I don't think he'll yeah. start the game at uh, the weekend, he, 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 but I do think he'll come on because I, I love uh-huh. his attitude when he comes on. He's desperate to to get that ball in and around the eighteen yard box. That's where he comes alive, and as you say, he's got yep. great strength and physique. You mm. you wouldn't shy away from any sort of challenge with Goldson and and Sands. But um, no, I think Kyogo will start and. The only thing I would challenge you on, I, I think he'll he'll go to Maida instead of Abada, mm-hmm. uh, just because he's played Sport them goal. in the opening few yeah. weeks of the season, and I think you've got to be aware of the threat that Tavernier might have because he gets forward so often for Rangers. That's true. Stephen, Fine. if Andy is revealing on Sky on Saturday, oh, that Gikamakis is in surprise <laughs> up front. We'll have you back on a Monday. Yeah. Craig, you're a former Rangers defender. What yeah. do you think of that, Gikamakis? I mean, the manager often yeah. likes to, your fellow countrymen, to surprise people. Yeah, but my preference as a, as a defender would to be play uh, play against Gikamakis, if I'm honest, rather than Kyogo. Because you just like the physical challenge. Uh, it was my Someone preference. Someone who's got a bit of movement, yeah, a my bit preference. of craft and guile is Kyogo, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's energy with and without the ball. His movement, look, I, I think that there's, some, there's no, no way that Yakimakis will uh, start this match. I think it's Kyogo. Um, but at the same time, Yakimakis is a great person to be able to bring on at a certain stage of the game when, uh, you know, the game is settled or you need to maybe manage the, the end of the game because he can take the ball and he can get that free kick for you. Completely different type of player to, to what Kyogo is yeah. and the way that Angel want to start, I guess, in this match. And what about Champions League? Could you see him being the preferred option? as Stephen suggested, for Gikamakis? European football slightly different mm-hmm. in terms of, um, you know, getting the ball maybe into your striker and trying to get spells of possession in that final third. Um, that will be important for uh, for Celtic. And, and Andy, you, you watch enough of football, especially the Champions League stuff as well. There is a, a real difference in terms of the, the domestic stuff to, to the European football. I mean... Celtic are playing Real Madrid next week. It, it, it can't get much bigger and better than that. The European champions coming to, coming to Glasgow in front of a full house. And, you know, I think the Celtic fans will enjoy having that occasion just to showcase how much the the club means to them. But uh, on the field, yeah, there might be one or two changes. But right now, Celtic, uh, don't uh, they're not carrying many injuries. And apart from maybe just the one change... Uh, I don't see anything different happening with the, in the next couple of games. Stephen, here's what Ange Postacoglu said last night after the win at Dingwall and about how he feels the team are improving, no matter how many changes he makes. I mean, you know, we've made nine changes. Guys are playing their first game and, you know, after the weekend would have been very easy for us to not drop our levels, but, you know, lose focus a little bit. But, you know, the boys who came in did super jobs and... I said our football was good, you know, it's not an easy place. I mean, every time we've come here, we've, you know, we've got gradually stronger and controlling games better. But, you know, like I said, to win 4-1 away is um, is really pleasing. Have you got a ticket for 
Tuesday for the game with Real Madrid, Stephen? No, sadly not. Um, I'm actually getting married in over a year's time, so stuff like um, season tickets has mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately been sacrificed. I picked a Pick the wrong season, I, I think, for it. But um, no, I'll, I'll enjoy it um, at uh, my, my local uh, bar. Just on um, what you touched on there about Celtic squ- uh, squad depth, there's a brilliant tweet I saw somewhere. Yeah. Um, Celtic squad depth is deeper than the Mariana Trench Street now. Um, so I thought that was a, a great way of uh, uh, describing it. Expressing it, yeah. Andy, <laughs> any tickets for him then? Come on. <laughs> Joking. Tickets, <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, that's another story. Well, together. Yeah. So, what's your scoreline then for Saturday, Stephen? I'm confident by 3 1 win for Celtic. I think um, firing on all cylinders right now, home field advantage gives us a. Uh, is always a, a plus as well. Um, I, I don't doubt Rangers can uh, can perform strongly against uh, Celtic. I won't write them off. Um, you know, I'm, I'm born to see Rangers are a very good side themselves. They've yeah. got a good manager. They've got a lot to be positive about themselves. With Champions League football um, less than a week a week away, they've got uh, they've got a lot to be excited about. But I'm confident about three one win. I think I don't think they can any. I think there'll be very few teams. Uh, certainly in our league but even in the world right now could handle our forward line right now and um, no offence but if, I've heard Rangers people say Jimmy Sands is their best defender right now mm. <laughs> I've got no I've, I've got uh, I've got no worries if, if Jimmy Sands is your uh, best defender if he's coming up against Jota or Kyogo mm. I'm confident that Celtic should win this by a couple of goals Thanks for calling. Cheers, Stephen. Craig, he has adapted well, James Sands, but it's not his natural position. Um, Celtic scoring nine last week against Dundee United. Yep. It'll be different Saturday. Does it, is that yeah. a... What do you feel on that? Do you, I look, it, the, the central defensive area uh, is is an area that Rangers identified and tried to strengthen. Um, unfortunately, with the players that have that have kind of come in um, and there's been some injuries, it's, it's not worked out so far. Um, so therefore, Sands... Lundstrom at times has had to go back. Start of the game, yeah. then midweek, Ryan Jack was playing as a centre-half, I might add. Uh, he certainly won't be starting as a centre-half on Saturday. But look, Sands is a, is, a, is a, that hybrid uh, position where, unfortunately, as a midfielder playing as a centre-half, Paul, I, I think that there's mistakes. Um, and, and there is going to be a lot of pressure in this particular match where you, you can't afford to make mistakes because you make a mistake as a centre-half, it's normally red card. Or picking the ball out the back of the net. Well, this is where you can make a big reputation for yourself. If Sands come up with the type of performance he had in Eindhoven, then you think, oh, this guy can play yeah. and, uh, on the, yeah. on the big occasion. But oil will be tested yeah. at the weekend, time and time again. Celtic move the ball so quickly, he'll need to be, you know, be at his best. But it is a flip side, Andy, and and it was a flip side that worked um, very very positive for Bassi. You know, yeah. He went in all of a sudden. You know, he's his yeah. left fullback, and all of a sudden he went into left side centre half. Had a really tough uh, away European night, mm-hmm. but it was the way that he blossomed after that. So it can also, as you say, add stock, add value. Uh, but it's a big test. There's no doubt about that. Big game as well for Nick Walsh. Let's hope we're not talking about the referee. I'm looking at both of you. You're guaranteed yeah. to be talking about the... <laughs> we've been on the end of four-day debates when yeah. it's been a throw-in and a half-wheel line. It should have gone the other way. It's just the very nature of it. What do you make of Nick Walsh as a, a young... I, I think he's up-and-coming, but... I think he's, he's a, a decent referee. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he's a decent guy. I've spoken to him a couple of times. You know, when yeah. you're at the ground so early as we are uh, with, with Sky and you see the referees uh, coming in and you, you always have a, a, a laugh and a joke with him. Well, they chat about the game. I mean, obviously the game's about to happen, so you're, it's not contentious. We ever, are, yeah. I, I tend to go up and say, oh, you've, you've dropped some there. And he looks around, oh, you've dropped all your red cards. You know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You just have a wee <laughs> laugh with them. But, Try um, to relax them. Yeah. Hey, I'm not trying to relax them at all. Just trying to have a bit of, ba- huh? a bit of banner. And, what uh, time's the penalty? They... Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'll use that one. Yeah, yeah, that'll go down well, won't it? <laughs> uh, some news from the SFA here on refereeing. The compliance officer um, is going. They've confirmed the search is on for a new one. So Andrew Phillips is set to leave the role in the autumn. He joined the SFA in February last year, so it's not that long. Do you know there. why I liked him? Tell me. I never heard of him. Right, that's so good news, he isn't wasn't, it? He oh, wasn't yeah. really interested in, okay. in re-refereeing games. Now, I know that he looked at the two uh, yeah, Ross County, County lads. Yeah. There was a lot of hoo-ha about that. and He um, was probably right, though, wasn't he? Which, which yeah. was probably right, yeah. yeah. I don't think any, anyone's got any uh, complaints. But, um, yeah, uh, the compliance officer's coming in. I wonder if we'll have the need of a compliance officer when you have VAR. VAR. Or Gar, as we're calling it here, Go Radio's <laughs> assistant referee. But that's true, yeah. will it be? So yeah. Gary Booth, the SFA Chief Governance Officer, how many have we got, said Andrew displayed significant professionalism throughout his time in this high-pressure role, particularly as football adapted throughout the COVID pandemic. So, yep, OK. So that's a great point, isn't it? We don't want to talk about the referees or compliance officers as much as we have done in previous seasons. No, look, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you want to be talking about... The entertainment that the players produce, um, and at weekends you wanna you wanna be talking about the goals mm-hmm. and and the, the positive things within the game. And the less we can be talking about the referees, I think the the better the product. Um, uh, do you know, is. Andy? I don't know. Hey, honestly, I don't mind controversy, mm-hmm. and you know, a referee might be at the heart of it. What what I don't like is anyone suggesting that they are deliberately out to favour one side or the other. Yeah. I, I I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I think they might make a mistake. I think they might make a, a an error of judgment, and that's controversial. Mm-hmm. Is it a penalty? Is it not? Mm-hmm. I mean, the offside stuff. I think and the seeing things with the naked eye without VAR. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, um, try and get that right every mm-hmm. time. I, I think we're going to get to a stage in a couple of months where um, it, it's a fact. You're either on or you're off. They'll yep. draw the lines, mm-hmm. and you're on or you're off. But I mean, I watched the game the other night. Where, who was it? Uh, Tilak scored at Anfield for Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, he was off by the margin of a big toe, mm-hmm. maybe 40 yards from goal. Yeah. And he scored an absolute beauty. But it was ruled off because it's a fact. I don't know. I think sometimes you're taking a wee bit of the... Excitement. You know, the the yeah. excitement, the heart and soul, the yeah, impetus yeah. out of a game when you look at it 40 yards from goal and he's off, he's off with a big toe. And you want to entertain, don't you? And Football you should be about that. Not about um, all the stats that... Yeah, and you just want to see, look, you want to see the game flow. Yeah. For me, you want to see the game flow. Um, and that means early doors, whatever the standards are going to be set by the referee in terms of fouls, Right, mm-hmm. there's a marker that's set, and then you just want to see that consistency. Well, they do for, have for the their own the tactics. Match. You know, will, will yeah. I show a card early or will mm-hmm. I not? Will I let it breathe or will I not? I mean, I think there are, there is a bit of guidance just now. Try and let things mm-hmm. go. Don't try and get involved too much. I mean, I know sometimes players can lose it. Were you yeah. ever sent off in a silly Rangers? Mm-hmm. Never. Oh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, Never. There you go. 
There you go. That that is well. There you go. That's good <laughs> discipline. Like, he's like that. You yeah. said you said earlier on you played what 30, 30, 35 games, Celtic Rangers games, something like sure. that. I don't, I don't, and you hadn't even been sent off. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't a proper defender then, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think referees will have their tactics, and I don't mind talking about controversial <laughs> incidents. It's just the fact that. You know where where is the referee coming from? He's made a he's made his best mm. assessment with these uh, linesmen with the fourth official, and I don't I, think anyone favours one team over the other. It's a genuine error, as I just committed there, saying that he'd been sent off. I think they're yeah. all professionals. Okay, quick break, and then I'm going to ask you. We're going to look back at the last time the two of them met mm-hmm. in the springtime. There, the changes in the teams, and we're also watching the transfer deadline. The goal- Football show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, 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 go. Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and Andy Walker both played in so many. The big derby, the old firm derby, whatever you want to call it. We will be on live on Saturday. We're on from 12, it's a 12.30 kickoff till 3. Barry Ferguson and John Hartson will be with us here in the studio. Craig, it's going to be some date. So a lot of people saying there that they think Celtic going as the favourites and that's often the case yep. for the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, and on paper, their squad looks stronger. Yes. F- football though never played on paper. Never, ever, ever. But at the same time, I'm personally quite comfortable uh, with Celtic going in this match as favourites. So I think that's fair. I think Celtic at home uh, and, and the way that they've been performing so far this season, absolutely fair. Uh, at the same time... Um, Rangers went away to PSV where PSV were red-hot favourites and ended up getting a result. So as you touch on, Paul, anything can happen in football. Rangers need to get through the first 15, 20 minutes of this match without conceding a goal for me to have a really good chance to go to get the result that they need. Barry said last night he often feels you can almost see in the first five or ten minutes in the intensity there's something about the team that maybe go on to win. It doesn't always happen. Could you tell in games that you felt we're on it today? Yeah, but then there's 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 certainly at times moments within a game where it, it can it can swing. Um, my concern is currently now looking at the two teams that if if Celtic are on it and Celtic, for example, um, got off to a positive start, got yeah. a goal. It's it's the next five or ten minutes that really would worry me because it would be you know the way that Celtic play. It, you've seen them go bang bang bang, sure. and then the game's the game's gone. Uh, like the 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 initial one three nil game, yeah. bang bang bang. Rangers played okay the second half. The game was dead at yeah. half time three nil. I was talking to Craig earlier. We were talking about some old firm games and um, under Tommy Burns, you know Celtic used to really outplay Rangers often, mm-hmm. but as Craig was pointing out, I but we used to win them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yeah. was you know under Walter Smith, yeah. uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, there was a time where Celtic were the dominant side, but Rangers had the ability to win it. Mm. So you can be on top for long spells, but you've really got to make it count, or, or else you're opening yourself up to that uh, that sucker punch. Mm. And, and and it is it's, uh, is that real now? And you spot on, Andy. I remember as a young kid coming in the mid nineties, and Celtic were were a team that played great football. Um, but we had so many characters within our squad pool, so many characters that just knew how to go and win a game of football. Uh, and that meant that sometimes you're giving up possession, you're giving up uh, space, all these kind of things, but knowing that you could still go and win that game of football. When I look through the Rangers team, 
Then you go, well, any team nowadays, and you would have experienced it in your days, well, the, you don't see so many strong characters within a team. Um, so Why that's that? That's a real test. Well, because society, I think, yeah. I think it's changed. Life's changed. Sure. You can't say... Well, when I think, I mean, I played, my first captain was Roy Aiken, yeah. and I've never known anyone mm. with uh, such a will to win. And I'm talking about every day in training. <laughs> never mind uh, yeah. games of a weekend. Mm. He was just a, a fabulous captain. Here's a Rangers fan on the line, Colin from Bells Hill. Hello, Colin. Hi, guys. He's all right. Yeah, we're good, thanks. Good, yeah. Colin. How are you? I am good. I'm good, thank you. So, what? first of all, can we ask you one? First of all, transfer deadline day. Um, it doesn't look as though there's going to be any business done at Rangers. Now, that could change in the next five hours. Um, but the word is that Glenn Kamara, he's not going to Nice. And obviously, that's good news for you. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I'd have, I'd have took the money for him if it meant bringing in somebody who would add more goals to the team. Because mm-hmm. I still think we're lacking a wee bit in goals. And I'm a wee bit concerned if they don't bring MDLs in because I think Celtic have now... I think last season, I think Rangers and Celtic were on par with each other like team-wise, but now I think Celtic's strengthened even more and I think Celtic went ahead. I just think if, if this is the team Rangers are going for, mm-hmm. going to go with for the rest of the season, I think we're going to struggle because we've got too many injury-prone players as it is in the team and... We're going to pick up more injuries as games go on as well. So I think they're a bit weak, to be, to be honest. It's quite hard to believe, Craig, unless yeah. something happens, that Rangers are not going to invest tonight. Yeah, look, and again, I, I'm i slightly disappointed, uh, like I'm sure probably a lot of Rangers supporters are, that when... I understand there's there's probably been a lot of money that uh, need to be repaid and, yeah. and, and all that kind of thing over the years and everything that's happened... But the amount of money on the back of Aribo, Bassi, um, Patterson, qualifying for the Champions League, uh, the run last season in the Europa to get to the final, yeah. there's a lot of money that's coming into the football club. And I think that Giovanni should have been allowed to, to probably be a little bit more active in the market. Uh, I'm not saying that nothing's going to happen between now and, no, and, I think and, and the deadline. But really I, I think that he should have been given the opportunity. And look, he may have, but... Uh, I would have liked to have seen something done. I've got to say that. And attacking, uh, or middle to attacking third, mm. you know, where you, you need you need goals, you need that depth, you need quality to go and win trophies. Here's the Rangers team from the game at Ibrox. The last okay, game. In May. Yes. yes, beginning of May. Alan McGregor, look, he's not yep. playing, but he's still there. Yes. Uh, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey, yep. so 23 million. As a central defender. Yeah. Borna Barisic. John Lundstrom, Stephen Davis. Fashion Sakala mm-hmm. is not playing, no. not much. Scott Arfield, Ryan Kent, and up front, Joe Rebo, Joe Rebo. 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, so yeah. you look and at that team there, Paul. Right? Yeah. And the Celtic team is virtually, apart from one, the one that Andy Walker just mentioned, uh, he thinks Joe Hart, uh, Tony Ralston, probably it'll be Juranovic, yep. Carter Vickers, Starfelt, Taylor, midfield, O'Reilly, McGregor, Hatati, Andy, mm-hmm. yep, you think same again. Up front, Jota and Maeda with mm-hmm. uh, Kyogo through the middle. Um, Rangers are weakened from what they were were at that point. Andy, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And I think okay, you've okay. Let's assume Celtic might get some injury. Kyogo's injured. You, you bring on Yakomakis. Uh, McGregor's injured. You you bring on Moy, maybe Turnbull. You've got the new lad Haksabanovic. 
Uh, you've got a badder. You know, if one of the wide players is, is not doing it. There's a lot of quality on the bench that is really striking when you see the the team sheet delivered to you and you, 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 you're not just looking at the starting 11. Yeah. You're looking mm -hmm. at, okay, how's this game going to go? What what changes could be made if uh, Celtic want to freshen things up, if they want to go for it, if they want to chase it, if they want to even mm -hmm. extend their league? There are so many options. And I think a lot more, Craig, than Rangers yeah. have on their bench. Yeah, no, you, 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 again, fair to, fair to say, but when I look at that Rangers team, Paul, that we're talking about from the last mm -hmm. match, right? So you've got Joe Aribo playing as a striker, false nine, which clearly is not. All right, so sure. now you have Cholak. So for me, that's an improvement. Good. Yeah, right? good point. Yep. Uh, you've got Sakala there starting out wide, uh, who hasn't played enough football. Bang on. Right, you've now got Tillman. Yeah. Who, who again, for me, is, is, is a positive. From so, Bayern, I mean, what's he going to be worth in a couple of years? Yeah, you so, know, you know yeah. a, lot, a lot of money. And then the rest is kind of then kind of similar to what I've kind of touched on, apart yeah. from Bassi and that's that saying. So it's the depth. It's the depth for me, guys, yeah. in terms yeah. of where I think we're Celtic shader at the moment. The depth and Rangers, I think, could have been in a position, like I said, with the amount of money that is think, coming think, into the football club, they could have strengthened. I think Aribo and Bassi are, are mm -hmm. quality, big misses for Rangers. Mm -hmm. I think Cholak is... But, a great addition. Very unfortunate what Morelos is doing with his, his lack of attitude, putting on weight. Don't understand it at all. The fact that he's even not been allowed to run down his contract. Ryan Kent. I mean, I think Ryan Kent will turn it on because uh, if, he, if he doesn't go in this window, he's only got a few more months where he can commit himself to another club, run down his contract. It wasn't so long ago... Sorry, on you go. I actually think, so, sorry, I actually think that uh, the Rangers transfer window has actually been pretty poor, to be honest, because you you look at how many players that have signed, seven, maybe eight players, yeah. and there's only there's only really maybe three of them properly getting a game. Yep, you've got seven. The rest, the rest, yep. are, the rest are injured. You're right. Likes of my likes of my He 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 just looks like they they've got a. Uh, his potential, isn't he? And ben Davies, of course, four million. Uh, Liverpool uh, injury. Rabi, you mentioned, but Matondo. Rid van Yilmaz, not played much. Tom Lawrence, I think, has impressed, but there's a potential injury, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, potentially, yeah. Uh, whether there's any uh, truth behind that, but I believe he might be struggling. Um, Suter, you've Suter's come yeah. in and, and obviously um, hasn't been involved. In recent times, Tillman's been the the, the huge success yeah. in in my opinion. Um, Yuma is a strange one, the biggest spend, um, but doesn't look likely uh, to to be starting football matches for for Barisic For me, is is ahead of him at the moment. So it's been a very strange transfer market. There's no doubt about that, Colin. He was the manager the other night. We'll come back to you in a second, Colin. A lot of changes for Rangers as well. I know it was Queen of the South in the Premier Sports Cup. Uh, he was the manager afterwards. Of course, we changed a lot of players today. I think it was good to uh, to have the eleven today on the pitch to give them uh, give them minutes uh, and uh, raise their levels of fitness because of the coming weeks. So I was really happy uh, with that. Of course, the most important thing is to go to the next round. Uh, we, we gave debuts to many players from the academy, which is also a good a good thing, and for them also something positive to uh, to keep working hard to eventually play more games in the first team. So I'm, I'm really happy. Yeah. 
and even young Alex Lowry, of course, out because of that horrible injury yeah. playing for the, you know, the B team the other week, mm -hmm. Craig. But see, when you hear these clouds and you see them come, storm clouds coming over, often it goes the other way, doesn't it? When it comes mm -hmm. to the game, if you're just tuning into this just now, you'll be thinking, where's the ray of hope, Colin, for Rangers? Uh, go, go, going forward, I would say like the, the front three or front four, whatever you would go with, Lawrence, Tillman, Ryan Kent, and Jolak. Mm -hmm. I would say they're looking decent going forward, but defensively, I've not been too impressed with them at all all season so far. Well, you just wonder how often Tavernier and Barisic will be defending. Both of them can get forward, but uh, you know who's going to win that battle with the likes of Jota on one side, maybe Maida or Abada on the other. Um, you know, Tavernier and Barisic, I think, are really good attacking options for Rangers. You, you obviously know all about uh, Kent and Tillman, Lawrence and Cholak. They're they're all potential match winners, but they need service. Are Celtic going for it from the kickoff, Andy? Do you oh, think? Yeah. I, I, I Celtic are oh. strong, strong favourites. Yeah. They're, they're on top form. I think everyone wants to be a part, not just of a win against Rangers, but uh, you know Real Madrid coming up in the Champions League. I think that stirs everyone about you know trying to be at their best in in this part of the season. Could they surprise us, Craig, in the transfer window in the next few hours? Could there be something up their sleeve? Because it's hard to believe there isn't. You don't get any contact. Yeah. Oh, he's got plenty. Of these, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, uh, just from from all the information that we are getting, unless something that come in that was out of the norm uh, to take a player away from Ibrox, then there's there's not going to be any business done. Um, again, I know that that will frustrate a lot of supporters because I think they they wanted to see some activity. I think we we kind of all agree that there could have been. Um, some more players brought into the club uh, to add that depth um, and more importantly because there was some money there available. Mm. And Rangers have been brilliant in Europe in recent years under Steven Gerrard and then GVB mm -hmm. and that saved the season last year. I think you'd agree. They won the cup but that could have gone the other way but yep. they won the cup and deserved to win it. Yep. But it's been so important for them and I just, I'm trying to understand what is going on. There'll be a reason for it. Maybe they couldn't find a player at the right price. Some of the, the money for players who would be in the Champions League has gone through the roof. It's crazy money now in England but you can hear it from Colin. They don't understand why there isn't a, a mark signing. Somebody up front, for example, or a top defender. Maybe Ben Davies is going to be fit soon. Yeah, and yeah. But we've, seen, we've been saying it for a couple of seasons. I've been back now a couple of years. And yeah. again, I go back to my, my, <laughs> go back to my <laughs> day where every pre-season, you knew that one, two, three stars yeah. were going to walk through that front door. Um, now, I mean, we all got a little bit excited. Very, very little bit excited. I might have when Ramsey and all some stuff. Used to, but there was used to love, used to love their transfer window. Speculation. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Colin. They were great because every pre-season, mate, we, we just knew that. And even as players, we knew that there's a star going to come come into this place. And it's not one, it's going to be one, two, three potentially. And you're on your toes. You don't know whether it's going to be someone that's coming in for your position to challenge your position. So I can only imagine what it was like for, for, for the supporters. You're, you're spot on. What was the worst one for you, Craig? Who came in the door and you went, oh, for goodness. I tell you, Colin, yeah, Colin yeah. Hendry come into the yeah, football club. Yeah, uh, yeah. Huge reputation, great yeah. leader, um, a fantastic guy. Uh, he's coming in in what position? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my position. I mean, I was lucky yeah. enough to kind of uh, be, able to, be able to keep it, but... 
it certainly kept me on my toes. Did you ever have the petted lip going Never. to the manager? No, Never, not, not my game. No, it's not your nah, game, is it? Roll yeah. the sleeves up, mate, get on with it. <laughs> Colin, a final rally cry, and uh, you know, you've been really objective about it. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday, lunchtime? Uh, well, like, like most people, I would probably say Celtic are favourites, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to say Celtic are going to beat Rangers. I don't 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 want to say that. So I'll go for a, a draw, um, maybe two two. The two two, and you know, that would just be the two points in it then, because Derek earlier on said if it goes to five, it's over for I, Rangers. I agree. I agree. With you? That, yeah. you you agree as really? well with that, Colin? I, I, that early, I, you're giving up. Just, just, yeah, just, just be, well, it depends what happens in this tran- the rest of the transfer window. Mm. If Rangers don't strengthen anymore and they go with a squad, then I think Celtic's got it in them to go the rest of the season, not, not dropping many more points. Colin, thanks a lot for calling. We will be on. You'll be watching it on guys. Sky. And Cheers. we're live as well here on Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Biggest transfer window ever in England. The news as we stand just now with... Uh, what? It's going to be midnight tonight in Scotland. There's no business today. Celtic look to there's a medical going on for a loan deal Andy from Ruben Kazan player coming in Oliver Avalgard that's it that'll do um, defensive midfield could cover for Callum McGregor but just we're just looking up and down here nothing else happening and at Rangers discount the speculation that Glenn Kamara is going to Nice no nothing. it's not happening nothing happening Nada. at Rangers Nada. Well, I, I think Celtic want to they don't just want to be top dogs in Scotland of course I think they want to make a mark in England I think they want what Rangers have yeah. Rangers have got a level of respect they've got a bit of kudos you know they've got they've got tremendous results in Europe and Celtic haven't had that for for a couple of seasons maybe and I think that's what they want and I think that's why they're building up a number of options mm-hmm. And a defensive midfield player, when you're going away in a Champions League tie, hoping to get maybe just a point will do, get you through to the next round. I think it's important to have to have those options. Mm. And there's, sorry, Paul, Mikey Johnson potentially was saying going yep. going out the way. We manage. There, there yep. might there might be another player or two you think because you still got. Um, Ayeti's still there, isn't isn't he? There, it still might yeah, be. He's a, going Estum Guts. He's going, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, so they're they're, yep. they're getting rid of players. Yep. Also, uh, I think mm-hmm. it's important because yeah, yeah. Uh, you need you need to have a squad that's there mm-hmm. that that want to want to go in the battle for you know that are there that are sort of like uh, they're hooked in for the season to come. One of the talking points down south today, we're just touching it for a moment before we come back to Scotland. But they're big names in Scottish football. Stephen Gerrard lost again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Andy, you cover a lot of football down there, mm-hmm. and we were surprised early in the week when Monday that was one of the big topics about Aston Villa. What's happening, Stephen Gerrard? What do you feel? Paul, I think the two managers that are under the biggest pressure are Steven Gerrard and uh, Brendan Rodgers. Yep. And I don't know what's happening at Leicester. They seem to be selling all their bigger players. They're raking in tons of cash, yeah. but they don't seem to be replacing them with, with any sort of quality. So Leicester struggling badly as well. And of course, Villa, I think, are a much bigger club. Mm-hmm. And the ambition there is uh, maybe a bit more than what Leicester... Uh, expect I know Leicester have won the title recently they've been champions yep. and uh, they won the FA Cup under Brendan Rodgers yeah. but um, they've sold all of their better players the only good bit of business they did was extending 
uh, Jimmy Vardy's contract. Yeah. But how long can he go on? It can't yeah. always be, you know, the yeah. Jimmy Vardy show. Yeah. Craig, what's your take on both of them? Well, I was going to throw another one in the mix. And again, I don't like to see people lose no. their jobs. Let's, Absolutely. Let, but Lampard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Everton. There's another big, huge club. Mm-hmm. He's got to be in the... I mean, I mean won the, a game, yeah. I think they've had the three draws. and Merseyside derby this weekend. Yeah, of course, at Goodison, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Massive. And of course, Liverpool, 97 and a half minutes last night. Mm-hmm. Is it the old thing? How long to go, Ref? How long do you need? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 97 minutes. But there the you go. Great they, Walter they, told they, a great one on that one. He said to the referee eventually, they, no, look, just blow. We, <laughs> we, we're not going to score. <laughs> Yeah but, yeah, but like I said, so there's two or three, yeah? yeah. There's there's two or three that I think that um yep. you wake up one morning and you open that paper, you're not gonna be surprised. Mm-hmm. And yet Steven Gerrard, you know, he did so well for Rangers, yep. you know, getting the title. Yes. Um and I know it was tough at the beginning. And you know, it could have been all over after Hearts, etc. in 2020. Yeah. Then it came in the pandemic, but he won the title. He won the title, he brought back um happy days to a lot of Rangers supporters, Paul. I can only comment on the football and, and the teams that I've seen under Steven Gerrard, and that was at Rangers. I haven't seen so much at Villa, I'll, I'll be honest. But there's not a lot of flexibility to the way that he plays yep. in, to, in terms of, you know, the style and the, he, he, substitutions are like for like. He yep. doesn't really like to change things so much. And i kind of seen that a little bit at Rangers where, again, I'm not there. You're not there yep. on, the, on the field with them day in, day out. But sometimes... Mm. You need to, to to maybe look to not go away from what you believe in, but well, make some needs, changes. You need some victories mm. soon. Needs a good mm. run of form yeah, just to get time. them back on side. Only yeah. got Man City at the weekend. Is GVB <laughs> better tactically? Do you think than Steven Gerrard? He's braver. He's braver. Okay. For, yeah. Okay. He's braver, but but, yeah. but saying that, but you might say, well, yeah. he's brave enough. Mm. I think because he will structurally make changes during a game. During yep. a game, of course. Um, I'm not saying that Steven Gerrard's not brave and um, not, a, not a, a good manager. What is clear, and you can't get away from the fact that Aston Villa have spent also a lot of money. They're, they're not performing anywhere near where they need to be. So therefore, Steven Gerrard's under pressure. Andy, what do you feel for Steven Gerrard? And the narrative was he would go to England, Aston Villa. I mean, you know the size of that club. Yeah, he was brilliant for Rangers uh, I think it was important that he had a good number two uh, around him. He had Gary McAllister and he also had Michael Beale. Michael Beale's went to the QPR. QPR are beginning to get some some yeah, good results. Good. So that work that you do on the training ground to get, maybe, I don't know, maybe a bit of detail over to players. Players like players like a bit of detail if there's any sort of problem. And I, I don't know who delivers that, but uh, normally it's the guy who's taking the... Uh, the, the training sessions, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Stephen Gerrard's been he's been a great front man for Rangers, and uh, um, he's under a lot of pressure at the moment. Him and Brendan Rodgers. It's amazing when you think of Celtic Rangers getting into the Champions League now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't leave for bigger clubs. They left for a bigger league. They left for a mm-hmm. richer league, mm-hmm. and that's all there was to it. Remarkable. It's only three yeah. seasons ago the two of them were up against each mm. other, you know, and, and you loved it on Sky, didn't you? I mean, oh, it was box office. Fabulous. Brendan Rodgers was box yeah, office. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard, one of the great midfield players yeah. for England, then came to, I mean, to Glasgow. Celtic it was Park, great for the city. I'm not saying Celtic Park was empty, but they were queuing round the streets to get season tickets when uh, Brendan Rodgers mm-hmm. came in. He filled the stadium again, he brought a brand of football. He got Champions League football yeah. and, you know, they, they took a bit of severe doings, but they also played some 
some good stuff and um, I'm sure there'll be there'll be a wee bit of an envious eye cast uh, when uh, Real Madrid and Ajax and all, all the others come to town It's going to be phenomenal though isn't it for bringing it back to the big two here and we will be on air during the games we'll tell you more about that tomorrow um, Craig what about Jack Ross then so Andy you were yeah. covering the game yeah 9-0, did you feel that was it? And who's going to take over? But first of all... Yeah, Jack I mean, Ross... look, well, again, uh, look, it, unfortunately, it wasn't um, not only uh, a one bad performance, it was it was three, four, five bad performances and... Um, 24 goals. And plenty of goals, mm. and plenty of goals. So there was... Against. From the outside, it looks as if there was something that was clearly um, not happening. And Dundee United have, have dealt with that in, the, in what they feel is, is the best way. Uh, and that is uh, Jack Ross obviously departing. What are Dundee United going to do moving forward? Um, what about Big Dunk? He well, said he's open to an approach, Duncan Ferguson. Well, it ticks a lot of boxes in terms of he was a legend at the football club. Yeah. I remember I made my debut against Big Duncan Ferguson. Um, Did you? Yeah, yeah. What, what, a what a player. So you were Rangers, he was Dundee United. He was Dundee the United. young striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept away from him then, uh, <laughs> as a lot of people have done since then. But he had great skill, didn't he, as well, on, the, on the ground as well as in the oh, air. No, he was an unbelievable yeah. player. Mm. And the, the stronger the defender, the, the, the more he bullied that stronger defender. Right. Remember Pallister? Gary Pallister. Big Dunk used to terrorise him. But no, he, he would be great for the job, wouldn't mm. he? Dundee United, he knows the place, he knows the club. Is a big man interested in a job like that? I don't know. But he left Everton where they loved him. He almost had a job for life, Andy, didn't he? Because managers would come and go. He yeah. was the interim. He was the kind of club's permanent coach. I, I think it would be a really good opportunity for him. Mm. If he wants to make a mark in, in management, yeah. United are a good club. I know there's some problems there financially. They're, they're losing a, a lot of money. They've obviously had to mm. pay yeah. um, Jack Ross off. And I don't know if he's any of the coaching staff are going with him, but... Um, it seemed a really good fit, Jack Ross going to Dundee United. Yeah, but um, obviously it hasn't worked out. But In uh, seven that... games, Andy? I mean, Yeah, but if you lose seven and then you lose nine and in between you've lost four at uh, Tynecastle, okay, you might be able to accept that. But you, you lose to Livingston at home, you lose to St. Mirren. St Mirren at home. Mm -hmm. And Dundee United finished fourth last season. Yeah. Um, you're drawing attention to yourself, mm. and I, and I do think some of the players uh, let them down yeah. badly. Some of them chucked it. I thought they competed really well against a rampant Celtic side last um, last weekend, but second half too many of them chucked it. Folded like a deck of cards, Paul. They did. Mm. I know. Big time. I know. Big time. They, and they did. You're right. I hate it. <laughs> right. I hate seeing they that. Did. No, yeah. they did, and unfortunately, really come it. a stage where you've okay. got to show something personally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there, there, there wasn't, unfortunately, for Dundee United, and, and therefore Jack Ross was the one who suffered. Back to the old firm, mm -hmm. the big two, transfer window-wise, doesn't look as though much is happening. This is what Ange said last night, coming out of Dingwall. Yeah, there's some things happening, but um, I'll be on a bus for the next few hours, so I'll find out when I get off. I'm sure other people are working on it, though. It's all right. He's got some good lines. And, of course, Oliver is uh, undergoing a medical uh, this evening, we understand, on loan from Ruben Kazan uh, for Rangers. Uh, this is what the manager had to say yesterday about the window. Well, I, I'm I'm relaxed. You know, it's still a couple of days. You know, you never know what what's happening in those days, but uh, you have to be prepared. But you know, I don't uh, at the moment. I think this this is what we, we're gonna have. As I said mentioned before, we 
created this squad to uh, to be competitive and to uh, to reach the Champions League as well, which they did. No, I'm I'm quite relaxed. No, Andy, what do you think then for Saturday? We'll be watching you. Really looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's always a, a great occasion. Um, always a big disappointment, Paul. I've got to say that you don't get a sizable away support in these fixtures. Mm -hmm. And I've got to be honest, I don't think you're ever getting back to it. Never. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. you're getting back to it. I don't think you've got the people in the boardroom mm -hmm. at either club who are willing to have... What, what is a sizable? It's, it's about seven or 8,000 at, yeah. at Celtic. Yeah. And I think the broom loan, what does that hold a bit? Six similar, or seven, yeah. Uh, so similar. yeah, a yeah. sizable away support. I don't think you're. I don't think you're, we're going to go back to that anytime soon. That's a shame. Is, which is a great pity, Because yeah. you love that age, sure. and yeah. you love the, yeah. Yeah. you know, the two of them coming together. Mm. I know there's a ugly side to it, maybe a wee bit poisonous, but um, as a fixture for mm. a player, and to sell it around the world, just that noise and that colour, yeah. uh, I think we're missing out on something. Yeah. It, it's a great pity. It sure is. Yeah. What's going to happen? On the night, who, who I at think, the lunchtime rather? I think Celtic <laughs> yeah. are favourites, and I yeah. think Celtic will win. Uh, I think they've got too much from middle to front for Rangers to cope with. I think there are too many potential match winners, and I think they have started the season so well, so strong, and um, I, I absolutely admire what Rangers have done going to Eindhoven and uh, you know getting into the Champions League in such a difficult fixture. When they, when they drew in Glasgow, but um, uh, you admire Rangers and what they come up with away from home and a, a difficult uh, ground, but I think Celtic might just do it. Craig, for you, two points in it just now. What's yeah, going to happen? Look, I, I'm obviously not going to um, say that Celtic are going to go and win the football match. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I do, I do have, now look, I do have concerns. Celtic are, are clearly, for me, the, the favourites in this match. They've got great attacking options. Um, at the same time, I do believe that um, if Rangers are on their game and and are well organised, well organised being key because I think that um, you can then start to grow into the match. But I am going to go Paul for a, for a score draw. I think it'll be one one. Thanks, Craig. See you and Andy next Thanks. week. Barry and Peter will be here tomorrow night as Billy Gilmer is undergoing a medical just now, ten million pound move from Chelsea to Brighton. That's it. After the news, it's going to be Jokel Day. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.